Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast, is brought to you by the Friends in Recovery Community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction. Join our hosts as they speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast, is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery. Welcome back, everybody, to the Friends in Recovery podcast. I'm your host, Jersey Ed, again, along with Jill and Dan, Nature Dan, family specialist at your command here. Um, <laughs> uh, second week, uh, second week in a row, we have you guys on with us and, uh, we are approaching the holiday season really quick. So we're going to, we're going to be talking about the holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. It's, you know, yeah, it's the holidays are not too far away. And, uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But if you're, if you have any questions or you want to, Get a hold of us, please give us a call on our podcast hotline. Non-emergencies is 800-989-6504. Um, if you want to email us, it's help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. That goes directly to the show. And you can email me. I'm not sure if Carl will be able to put it up here because um, we are using a new studio, guys. Feels good in a new studio, doesn't it, guys? Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> that old nice. studio is dusty and old, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can email me directly if Carl, if you could put it up, that'd be great. Um, it's uh, Jersey Ed two thousand eighteen at gmail dot com. Um, and if you would like to be part of this show, we have an audience um, uh, select area too, so you can be part of our audience. And we can um, kind of uh, get you guys on here. So just email me saying that you want to be on the show and we'll send you a link to it. And uh, we'll figure it all from there and, and see see what happens from there. But guys, let, let me just let me just do this. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can play our. No, I can't. It's still not working, guys. Anyways, I had a little a little button there I can hit Dang in the new you. studio. <laughs> It's not letting me play any sound effects. We got sound effects. It's not letting me play. I might have to uh, upload it. But uh, anyways, um, welcome Facebook Live. You guys are here. Um, and uh, please, if you have any questions or any want to add anything to the show on Facebook Live, just uh, send it through the chat. Jill, Dan, um, welcome back to the show, guys. Um, great last show on uh literature i think we were talking about last week and and how the um and, and you know just being uh service to ourselves and others i guess right and um coming upon the holiday season oh before that i want to mention carl and chelsea's podcast um sober pod guys um <clears throat> you know if uh you know it's it's if if you need a last minute christmas gift sober pod is the way to go 366 fucking days sober there it is if you get if you get amazon cards right go to amazon and order that book right there right order that book <laughs> anyways <clears throat> i think this might be a perfect place for a commercial yeah are you a rebel seeking transformation in your recovery journey then 366 fucking days sober is the book for you 366 daily meditations 
This book by the SoberPod Recovery Podcast host and professional rebel, Carl will help guide you towards a new way of thinking and living. Each daily meditation offers a fresh perspective, practical advice, and a healthy dose of Carl's irreverent humor to help you stay sober and embrace the challenges of life without drinking, drugging, or shitting your pants. Whether you're just starting your recovery journey or looking for a daily dose of encouragement and laughs, 366 fucking days sober is the book for you. So, if you're ready to transform your life and become the rebel you were meant to be, get your copy of 366 fucking days sober today. Available today on Amazon.com. All right, there it is, Carl. Hopefully, you added it in there. This is your this is your stuff, Carl. You know, I mean, if you want to you want to make that Bentley payment, uh, you know, you got to add that commercial in. So, <laughs> anyways, guys, um, so all that business is done. Go see. Uh, go go order the book. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about holidays. Um, uh, you know, struggles around the holidays. Uh, you know, I don't, I shouldn't say I don't struggle around the holidays anymore, but I'm, I'm much more happier around the holidays now um, because of, uh, because of my program. But, you know, Jill, before we went on, you were talking about, we were kind of think, thinking out what should we should name that the show. And we said define normal um, holidays, re, holiday recovery and being normal. But I liked what you brought up about being normal. Like, just be, we're in recovery, right? But mm-hmm. we also do the normal things. I mean, you know, like we have the holidays. There's stressors in everybody's life, you know, even even with, without being in recovery, um, you know, there's stressors in everybody's life. But we all handle them differently. And us as addicts and alcoholics, we had one way to handle it, and that was it, nothing else, you know. Um, there's other ways to handle it now, and good and bad ways in, in the normal world. You know, in the normal world, it's good and bad, but – um, you know, today we get to enter that world of normalcy and not go the other way, not get into that, that, um, drinking and drugging. And the only way we knew how to handle things around the holidays or going to grandma's house or, you know, the kids are coming, whatever it is, you know, we, I know I would, um, holidays were a perfect excuse for me to get drunk, you know, and then not just the Christmas or the Hanukkah holidays or New Year's, um, you know, um, St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day. Any day, you know. Yeah. 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 Monday, uh, February 3rd, you know, (laughs) whatever it was, you know. (laughs) So, but what's it? So, so we're going to talk about being normal around the holidays. And Jill, you brought this topic up. What, you know, you want to talk a little bit about being normal around the holidays? Well, I, I think for, for me, like just being able to, go to families or friends who do drink or, you know, not drug no more because I don't have those people in my life, but people that I do know, some of them do drink. And I mean, for me, it's just, I I can't do it. Um, and am I at a place in my life where, Oh my God, I'm, I'm I, I don't, uh, I get so overwhelmed with something and I'm going to drink. No. If I knew that I was in that state of mind, I'm not going to go to that person's house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't go. I would use my, my resources, mm-hmm. you know, my network. Um, but 
most of the people that I do hang out with don't drink. However, there are family members that have a glass of wine or, you know, a few beers. And, and yeah, I think that it just comes with a choice at this point. Mm. If I want to do use, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Nothing going to stop me. Yeah. So being normal is, is just, it's a way of life for me. And I use my program, you know, I do what I have to do. Uh, friends in recovery, 12 steps. And, and I just don't advertise to everybody in the world. Like if I'm going to a social gathering, Oh, by the way, I, I don't drink cause I'm an alcoholic. You know? <laughs> um, I just don't drink. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And, and you know, that's a great way of looking at it. You know, um, you know, a couple of things we can do early recovery. I would avoid those situations now. Um, you know, I, you said there's nothing that's going to stop me from using or drinking, but there is one thing that's going to stop me is my program right now. Um, and, and, you know, the way I work it and, and, you know, and, and the people, like, I love how you said the people I surround myself with. So yeah, you're right. We don't put ourselves in those situations anymore. We don't put ourselves where, you know, it's going to be too hectic for us or whatever the case may be, you know, um, we're looking at life differently. You know, we don't have to go to those, um, holiday parties. Well, where we work, we don't have those kind of holiday parties, but, um, you know, if you're out there in, in, in the recovery world and you go to a normal party at a company, there's going to be booze, right? There's going to be people getting really fucking drunk. There's going to be people getting, you know, like stupid shit they shouldn't fucking say or do right. You know, around, around their coworkers. Um, and you know, we don't have to go to those. Maybe our spouses, maybe your spouse or anybody's spouse, you know, just cause we're in recovery, they might have a company party that we have to go to, you know, there's going to be booze there. So you have a choice. Like you said, Jill, we don't have to go. Right. Um, but I know I would want to, my wife works in this field too. So I, I'm pretty safe all around as far as that goes, but, um, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, we, we just got to use the, everything that we learn. And if you're new in recovery, right, um, there's, you know, reach out to people, go to meetings. You know, there's alcathons around. I love I used to love going to alcathons and clubs and, you know, in the sober clubs all the time. And that, that always helped. There was always so much fucking food at those places. Right. It's like <laughs> you just eat all day, yeah. go to meetings all day. Right. And and, uh, you know, and that was my early recovery was doing doing yeah. that stuff, you know. Yeah. And uh, how about what, what about you, uh, Dan? What's your thoughts on on being normal in recovery? Do you uh, you have a spouse or somebody that you you have to go to parties with or whatever? No. So uh, actually, that's a good good thing to bring up. So, um, I mean, I am uh, going through a divorce which, um, you know, is a good thing. You know, I've been separated for like three and a half years mm -hmm. and, um, it, you know, being, I'm able to finally be normal. Um, you know, cause I'm, I'm comfortable with being in my, being by myself and sitting alone. Um, but like being, having this much time in sobriety, like my new normal is just being sober. So mm. it's like, it's, it's not hard um, for me to like, just go out and do what they would say is normal things like to go and sit at a bar and eat food. 
um, you know, with coworkers that are drinking or family members that are drinking, it's not like a trigger or it's not a problem. Um, and it's just like a normal way of living. Um, but, uh, you know, I can see how for some people that could be a problem. So like, um, on our last podcast, um, it said, um, you know, to have empathy towards those kind of people and things like that. So like, I still, mm -hmm. um, you know, like remind myself of those things. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm mindful of like my family members who don't drink and things like that. But, um, yeah, you know, like my new normal is just staying sober and doing the next right thing and helping people in recovery and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with the jobs that we have and that I have in particular, um, for me, I'm able to give back every day. So it's like a continuous thing where I'm able to, um, fulfill my need of giving away the gift of sobriety that I got to mm -hmm. keep it. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, 24 hours at a time I get to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Being normal in recovery. I like that. Um, and that's what we have to be. That's what we strive to be. Cause I know I remember early, like I said, early recovery was tough. Right. Yeah. And you know, we don't want to, we don't want to live recovery and, and live 24 hours a day, seven days a week in recovery. Um, we want it in the back of our minds. Absolutely. But, you know, going, you know, if, if I was to go to a, uh, an alcathon now and stay there, you know, eight hours of my it wouldn't fly with my wife right now you know what i mean um and and i'm not saying that's wrong or right it depends on where you are in your recovery right and and like you said dan i'm 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 giving back now daily you know i'm giving back and yeah. and that's the important piece is i think is giving back to keep it and uh you know that's that's the that's the way that you know that's kind of what we we, we need um kind of kind of i need to do anyways i shouldn't say we i don't want to speak for you guys but that's what i kind of need to do is to right. yeah. um is to kind of kind of give it back to keep it so um i, 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 think I, that's a big I didn't piece even go home for the first like couple of years of mm -hmm. sobriety because i knew it wasn't safe you know what i mean like because there was a lot of things going on in my family's house that i would i knew was not in the best interest of my recovery to go home, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I had yeah. to wait until I was able, you know, to, and even when I first started going home a couple of years later, I had brought like my sponsor or, you know, somebody in my network just to check in, make sure everything's okay. And, and I work on Christmas. I work in the field that I work at. I work on Christmas because that's where I want to be. Mm -hmm. um, it gives yep. me joy to, to see their faces, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. And being around people who, yep. who want to be around their families and they can't be because they're working on themselves and I get it. It's, 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 you know, it's a, it's tough. And, and I was, I was in treatment on my birthday. Mm. Um, but it's, you know, it was, I, I think my may, maybe Easter, I can't remember, but anyways, um, but you know, it, when, when I look back on, on it, you know, I'd rather be in treatment or in a program around the holidays yeah. than out there using. At least, at least my family would know where I'm at. Um, if I'm at an alcathon or whatever, going to a meeting, whatever that whatever that looks like, my family would know where I'm at. Because when I was out there, you know, using, um, you know, 
they didn't know where I was, you know, I'm going to go out to the store. Well, he ain't coming back for a while. We know that, you know, and he yeah. had stuck at the bar, and, you know, cause there are some bars open and, uh, <clears throat> on holidays and, uh, you know, they have to accommodate. Stations are always open. <clears throat> there you go. Gas stations, all that stuff. You know, there's triggers yeah. everywhere. I don't care if it's, if it's, the holidays or if it's, you know, like I said, February 24th or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's always there. It's always going to be there. And I think, um, you know, striving to get, um, to be normal around the holidays is, is, is huge. Like, you know, I mean, and that's what we all want. We we don't want to go back to that old life. We want to figure out our new life and figure out where we're going and how, how, you know, what that new thing is going to look like, you know? Um, But there are some family members that, um, that I need to stay away from also, you know, I I don't, not that I don't love them. It's just that I need to stay away from them. Not that I'm going to drink, but I get into a bad spot, you know, in, in my head. Um, I don't need to be in that spot either, you know, even, even though I'm not, you know, I've, I've been this far removed from it. I can still be an asshole. I think Dan, you were talking about that in the last show. Um, I can still be an asshole, um, just because I'm this deep into it, you know, and those, those moments are few and far between, but I'm still an asshole once in a while. I, I, you know, I am, and, and I correct myself hopefully immediately, but I don't need to put myself in those situations, you know, and, and if I do, I want to be prepared. Like you said, you know, you might bring your sponsor, um, you might bring your, um, you, you know, you might bring phone numbers. Uh, you know, the other thing too, is everybody told me, you know, drive yourself because if you have to get out wherever you're going, <clears throat> you know, drive yourself, you know, that was another, yeah. another big thing that I, that I would do is I would drive myself to, to different, you know, parties. So, um, but I never, I, I never really went to any Christmas parties in early recovery. I, I kind of, um, re- I really didn't do it. I did go to the, like I said, to the, all the, um, Alcathons and, and the Christmas parties that some of these, um, or holiday parties that some of the, 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 the groups would throw, you know, and that, that would be my early, early sobriety. But, um, you know, what, what, what do you, like, what's your, what's your thoughts guys, even, if we're, if we're defining normal or being normal in recovery, what, what does that mean to you guys? And even it doesn't necessarily mean to, it has to be around the holidays, but what's, what's that to you guys? Good, Dan. Uh, well, for me, I mean, being normal in recovery, there is no being normal in recovery. I mean, for me, it's living my life um, without drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um and being a productive member of society and helping the next addict or alcoholic uh, try and achieve sobriety. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just it. But, and that's our normal, right? That's, you know, we talked about this before the show started. The only thing normal in my house is the setting on the dishwasher is the normal setting, right? I mean, there is, there, I mean, you know, I, I always tell this story. I don't think I ever shared it on here, but my daughter, one day we were, um, driving past one of her friend's houses when she was small, this was years and years ago. She said, um, she said, Ed, she's my stepdaughter. She goes, Ed, um, how come we, how come so-and-so they can't be normal like us? I'm like, Oh my God. You know, like, you know? <laughs> and I had to explain to her, you know, everybody has their own normal, you know, and she was very, very young. Everybody has their own normal, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't mean, 
that drinking at a party is wrong. It's just I can't do it, right? It, having booze at a party is wrong. I just it's just not for me. It's just not what I do. You know, it's not where I go. But so that normal can I should shouldn't say could it does look different in each one of our households, right? Um, in in every house that's around us, all our neighbors, it's all different. We celebrate different. We celebrate different holidays. Um, we 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 you know we give different gifts, whatever that holiday would be. Um, but you know, it, it, there was really no normal. And I like that you said that Dan, that, that like, there's really no normal for me. And I think that could go for just about everybody. Like you don't know what you're going to get, even if you're not in recovery, if you walk into aunt Susie's house and, and, you know, and, and uncle Joey's house and who knows what's going on there, you know, they may have a tradition of getting drunk for their whole, you know, and, and you know, it's not for me to judge anybody. If that's what you want to do, that's okay. There's, there, I'm, I'm okay with it, but right. Yeah. I'll probably not be around it because of because of the what I was taught, because of I know what I can what I can go back to, you know, or or just being a bad spot. Who the fuck wants to sit around a, a holiday party being fuck, man, when are we going to get the fuck out of here? This sucks. The food. We're already going to bring the fucking food. out. You know, Uncle Jack has been drinking fucking Jack Daniels for the last three hours and, and there's no fucking food out. Come on, you know, and all you got is Budweiser and Heineken. There's no fucking water. The tap doesn't even work. I mean, come on. You know, it's it's, you know, so that's that's where we can send ourselves to that. And even the holiday parties, you know, um, uh, so company what, parties. Good. What would you suggest somebody do in that situation? So they're, so they're stuck in a situation. They're at a, they're at a family member's house. Mm -hmm. Now they're stuck. There's all they have is alcohol, you know, what, and they, they're in recovery. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, I think that maybe we should, we should talk about what, what are, you know, somebody who's been in recovery you know and somebody's stuck in that spot you know we know mm -hmm. what we would do yeah you know? i'm having yeah. a hard time hearing you Dan. yeah dan hold the microphone up a little bit uh, yeah um, little here let me get my hand <laughs> well basically what dan was saying and and uh if we couldn't hear but he said that um you know, what would we, what would somebody do in recovery if they were stuck in the situation like I was just talking about? And we can look at that, Dan, from somebody new in recovery, somebody maybe, you know, a couple of years in recovery, somebody with long term recovery. So I could tell you what I would do. I would know where I, I would know where I'm going. Yeah. Right. And then decide if I should or shouldn't go. I wouldn't right? be there. Yeah. yeah. I probably wouldn't be there. But when you're new in recovery, you know, you want to, you know, it's a different, you don't know everything, you know, you don't understand it, you know? And the only reason why I say that is because I did it. I showed up where I shouldn't have been. I, I had to leave. I had to, you know, I had to, I had to get the fuck out because not, you know, just, just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to drink number one in early recovery. And number two, what could, you know, I always say, what good purpose would this serve me to be here? Right. right? And, and either good or bad, what good purpose would it serve me? Well, you know what? Everybody's drinking. I need to leave um, or, or nobody's drinking and this is a place for me, you know? And, and I always as assess that um, before I go into this situation, you know? Um, yeah. And uh, so have you know, those conversations before, <clears throat> you know, let yeah. have the hard conversations yeah. before people are going yeah. into these situations. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Exactly. Don't think you can handle it alone. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, like Thanksgiving that just passed. My, you know, my my kids came. My son came from Jersey, and he drinks. He's an he's an Earthling, and mm-hmm. but he didn't drink here. He no, he, he did not, and and he respected the fact that he was not bringing it in my house. You know, um, and like he he's a nor- he's normal. He he doesn't mm-hmm. have an issue with it, um, but. What is normal? <laughs> the Maybe setting on a dishwasher. We can have a have a few drinks, have somebody else drive that's not drinking, and then go to bed and get up and go to work every day. Yeah. As a, every now and then, he's not. You know, he he doesn't have an issue. So, mm-hmm. um, but he respected the fact that he was not bringing it in my house. Yeah. So. Well, I, I like that too. We'll have the party at my house, right? No alcohol here. There's not going to be alcohol here. Um, and people know that. So, uh, you know, let's let's look at it the opposite way. Let's look at it, the normal people coming to us normal in recovery. Right. If I'm having a party at my house, they know there's not going to be alcohol here. Are they welcome to bring it? Yeah. But most people respect it and they don't. And, and not that I tell them not to. You know, they just know I'm in recovery. Um, and. You know, and usually if, if somebody brings something, it pisses me off, not because they bought something, because they drink one fucking beer or one little glass of wine out of the fucking bottle. And then that's it. I'm like, are you out of your mind? First of all, you're bringing a six pack to my house. What the fuck is that going to do? Number one. Number yeah. two, if you don't have a case, you know what I mean? That was that's the old thinking. But, um, I, you know, I don't care. You, you can do what you want. And, um, but, you know, the, that that's a difference today that we're, we're I'm in a better spot. And and being on this podcast and and furthering our recovery and talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, guys, is really, really important Um, because, you know, you get it out and and you you kind of get things through, you know, work. I'm sorry, get things through. You work things through your head and and you come up with a, 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 you know. A thing, something to solve your problems, you know, if there's if there's a situation you're in. So, um, Dan, what what, uh, you know, have you been in those situations? I can't. I've been. So my head's been running. Have you been in those situations? Yeah. So I have like uh, an actual situation that I wanted to talk about. So I have a neighbor who uh, still consistently drinks. He's an alcoholic. And. at my at my house nobody drinks you know like we don't drink at all and it's not a problem you know like he could come over you know and it's it's no issue um so right before thanksgiving he's he comes over with his wife his wife comes over and um you know he must have thought that i that because he wouldn't normally bring alcohol over to the house Mm-hmm. And uh, he just comes over. I see him bring this big bag, and uh, I'm like, and he was already drunk before he came to the house, you know. And um, you know, I didn't say anything, you know, because it doesn't, it's not a big deal. But um, it it kind of was because after he left, and he was a big drunk asshole the whole time, um, you know, I felt some kind of way, like mm-hmm. he doesn't. That, that's a respect thing. Like, you know, I don't drink that I'm in recovery. Like if, and if we, I wouldn't have had a history with him, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Cause if he was a stranger and it was at a restaurant, it was well, not a problem, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, that's somebody close to me. Like he's lived here 15 years. Like I know you. Um, so it's like put a barrier 
um, between uh, like our families. Like I don't, we don't, he doesn't come over. He doesn't like, we don't talk to him. Um, like it's been a, a hard uh, barrier put up there. So, um, you know, but that's just something that, you know, the barrier that's set is for my, for what I'm willing to tolerate. Like that's for my happiness, mm-hmm. um, you know, and at the, in the end of the day, that's all that matters. Like I'm not here for his happiness. I'm here for mine. Yeah. And that is true. You know, I'm here for my happiness. Right. And, you know, I mean, listen, people are going to do things and we have to be ready for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Just because Dan or Jill or Ed stopped using and, and, and drinking, um, doesn't mean everybody else has to, doesn't even mean that another, another alcoholic has to, right. Um, it, it just, I have to take care of me and, and there's that shit's going to pop up like shit like that's going to pop up no matter what, you know, and, um, we just got to be ready for it. And that's why you, when you work a program consistently, when you uh, read the literature, when you get on meetings, when you call your sponsor, you're ready for that. Like, you know, I can walk outside now and there might be somebody wandering the streets drunk, you know, and I can't tell me, I tell you how many times I've met somebody when they were drinking because of the business that I'm in and, you know, and they're telling, you know, they're, they're describing what they've been doing, you know, you know what I mean? I, you know, so I can't avoid that on my, in, in my, what I do for a living, but I can be ready for it. I can prepare myself for it. I can, you know, like I said, go to meetings and, and do my meditation, whatever it is, you know, what, whatever it is to get me through whatever situation it is. And it's not just for, for recovery. Let's, you know, normal, let's talk about normal, my running, I'm running a marathon, um, uh, you know, soon and um probably after this podcast is up it'll you know i would have ran the marathon but um we're recording a little bit earlier um but you know i prepare for the marathon right i prepare for it and if i think i'm going to go into the marathon not preparing not training not you know reading book whatever it is guess what guys it's not going to happen so you got to be prepared, whatever situation you go in, right? Just be prepared for it. And and I'm not saying you have to study the book of uh, Alcoholics Anonymous and and take a you know a hundred page test on the steps. No, none of that. You know, yeah. just 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 be in the know and and surround yourself with good people. That that would be my my thoughts on all that. Yeah. So, um, and and you know the holidays are, are tough. The holidays. Um, or not normal. I, I, you know, I, you know, there's no normal holiday because there's always something going on. There's always some stress of, you know, gift giving or that, you know, get the right one or, you know, I heard, um, God, where was it? Oh, um, what's his name? Um, Jay Shetty, uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I think I even shared it, but he said, ask the person who, who you're buying a gift for what they want. Right. Cuts a lot of the stress down. Right. And cuts a lot of the bullshit out to trying to guess. And, and, you know, do they like it? Don't they like it? Cause that's, that stress causes that, that stuff causes stress throughout the year. I mean, throughout, you know, whatever. So if you ask somebody that'll knock that down too. all these little things you can do, you know, not to, not to stress out, you know, and, and the holidays are huge for that, but you know, it just cracks me up. We, we want to enjoy the holidays. 
but do we really enjoy the holidays if we're going through all that? Right. I mean, you know, it's, it's just, it's just crazy how, how things happen and, and we think everything's normal. Even the normal people aren't fucking normal around the holidays. Let's be serious. <laughs> I mean, let's be serious. So, but, uh, I do want to, I do want to say that, um, Last night I, I flew in from, I was, I was away and I flew in and I walked into our, our, our house here and, uh, it was decorated and I got this feeling of, of being a kid again. Like mm -hmm. when, like when I walked into my grandma, now we're not, it's not decorated. Like my grandma's has none of that, but that feeling of just being safe and being at home and being, you know, I didn't think, you know, anything except for, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't think I'm an alcohol, you know, when, when we were younger, you know, that, that yeah. safe, you know, that safety and, and that enjoyment of, of, you know, of being in, in a, in a household that, that did that. And that's what I got last night. And, and it just, it was a good feeling. It was a good, um, you know, kind of, uh, it, you know, it just reminded me of, of the old days before, before the drinking, you know, right. so. Well, anybody have any thoughts on holidays before we close here or anything that you guys want to pass on to any of our, our listeners? Yes, please join Friends in Recovery uh, <laughs> meetings Thursday nights, me and Dan. Dan's going to be my special co-host this week. Oh, and okay. We might be uh, doing some other meetings if there's uh, any openings. But, yeah. And I hope everybody has a great holiday. Yeah. Um, check us out on youtube hit that like yep. and subscribe check that's us right out on facebook live youtube yeah. um yeah just have a happy holiday be safe and don't drink and drive mm, amen to that how about you dan anything any closing words for the holidays that's all i got happy holidays happy holidays everybody yes please just be safe out there um just know that these three people in this room right now love you. And if you think nobody out there does, um, this is for you. We do love you. We care about you. Um, and we want you to come back and listen to more of these episodes and, um, you know, have a, have a healthy, safe, happy and sober holidays, guys. Stay sober, everybody. This concludes this episode of Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates and enjoy free access to twice daily support meetings. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube 24 hours a day, seven days a week.